0: have you heard the, any of the grab bag episodes? Yes. Yeah. So you know what you're in for. You know the, your it's like it's like eyes wide <laughs> shut, actually.
1: What we're about to do.
2: <laughs> it kind of is. We're all going to put on masks. You can't really
1: tell by listening, but it, it gets into a whole lot wide wide. Oh, I, I so want, that's I, why it's I, called I, grab bag. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to get too specific, but <laughs> but so we just like you to get to the piano and put this blindfold. But you're going to be the baseball club. <laughs> <laughs> First time, it's not my fault. Your first time, you have to. <laughs> your first time, you have to be the baseball glove. That's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Brian gives a little involuntary. Ugh. It was just the.
3: It's the leatheriness in that image. Oh God! Wow, okay, Jesus, man!
1: <laughs> I don't know where you're going, but that's creepy. I got the pre roll going. here. I need a screwdriver. That's not riffing on it. My, my microphone stands me.
3: I not know, OT, do you have any vodka? Or, or something you know like that?
1: that. That doesn't do the same job as a screwdriver. Uh, oh, I get it. Oh, it's... Hey,
3: oh, I see. Ah, right. Do
1: I have a screwdriver? Oh, okay. Okay, you have to get the, the glove most. again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did, you've, you've earned yourself... Oh, you've just earned yourself a gloving, my friend.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the intermission. I have to go over and fix Trey's microphone in a second. No, I'm good. I've, I've worked it out. you worked it out? You have I've, a system? I've made it.
1: I'm going to get through this. <laughs> you, you,
0: I've devised just keep going, man. A very clever use of crossed legs to do with the... Don't, don't. Just go on without me. We're going to do uh, Grab Bag 6, Undiscovered Country. (laughs) Woo! It's happening. Myself, as always, T. Christy, my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. The Undiscovered Country joke was his, just in case you were wondering. Of course it
2: was. (laughs) (laughs) No one was wondering. No one was wondering. (laughs) Yeah. Alex Ruger. Hi, we hey. need we need a we need a, a you third. You need thing. a thing. It really yeah. needs yeah. to happen. You here. need yeah. a thing.
1: Alex the
3: undiscovered well, country <laughs> Ruger.
1: I, 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 <laughs> may, I may only have one thing. <laughs> Alex the half cocked Ruger. Alex the the unloaded Ruger. Alex, yeah. The eight shot Ruger. Alex
2: the, Alex the smoking gun Ruger. Or you Alex could be, you could be Alex Ruger. Ruger
1: music, which is your Twitter name. That's
0: true. Yep. And then Train the amazing <laughs> jokes. Hey, and this uh, we're gonna talk about grab bag. Alex six. Alex Ruger music Ruger. Alex, Alex. Alex, burger, burger, Music, music, music yeah. burger. Well, this is like... like <laughs> uh, I still haven't come that, up with a good hard. one. I'm, I'm uncomposed. I still haven't come up with a good one for Gordy. So it's, I, I still just call him Gordy G- the Hab-Hob. Gordy the Gordy <laughs> Gordy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be like, like Gordon the Gordy, Gordy Hob. Gore to the so Gore to the
3: hab. Gore to the flies. Gore to the flies is good. Gore to the flies. Is what, what are we go even with? talking about? <laughs> anyway, we are killing time until the pizza. Wow, we're we totally spinning our wheels. Yeah, so yeah we just recorded back.
0: a good ball hunting. We're gonna do psycho yeah. in a second. We going to get pizza fresh. we We're waiting for the pizza. So we're, there's gonna be a fifth guest in a second. Alejandro
1: will be a pizza guy. We'll be
0: jumping up on the mic
1: to talk about <laughs> to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so
1: uh, I saw. What f- do you think of Star Wars? I, I saw Alejandro. Fury.
0: Did you guys see Fury?
1: I did see I Fury. That's right. We have. We I've seen Fury. I liked um, Fury an awful lot. I liked about ninety five percent of Fury. Yes, I did like it very much. Was the part that you didn't like the last five percent of Fury? Yes, the well, you didn't quite earn that ending, did you, Fury? Yeah, for me, but uh, I um, loved the. In, in case you other, don't up no, to that point, I was ninety percent I loved it and uh, really, you know, don't yeah. don't hate it because the ending didn't quite, you know, float my boat. But uh, it's the World War II, II tank really, fight movie. Yes. In case you haven't seen Brad Pitt, anything. yeah, and it's awesome ensemble.
0: And I've never seen a movie that uses tanks. As like a, we're gonna stay with them. They're not like a background piece in this. Yeah, Matt no, it's about the tank. Yeah, and it, it never would have occurred to me, but the way they sort of construct those scenes of the tank fights is almost like a pirate ship sort of movie thing where it's you know and I guess it would be a lot like that just because you don't know exactly what you're shooting at you're just sort of like go left go left lefter alright fire yeah. but the way they actually <laughs> film it and make it cinematic for being inside a little room is they do it the same way you do with the pirate ship movie where you keep cutting out to sort of see the, the, the geography that they don't necessarily know and you can actually build suspense because you know that they're about to go over a thing or whatever the hell and like they're about to run over a guy or whatever and just the, the sort of adopting the film language of pirate fight like you know, the two, like the long nines and shit, and the two ships are coming up against each other, and I thought it was really cool, yeah. and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's also very visceral, lot of lot of very, lot lot it's of, very lot
1: dark. Yeah. It's a, it's it's Saving well, Private it's Ryan. Not a, there's like not a lot of light inside those. Yeah, things. that's exactly, yeah, it's, as, it's much as, as much as we like to say like oh Saving Private Ryan that's really edgy. Well, the first twenty minutes of Saving Private Ryan are you know crazy. Yes, this is like if that just kept on going in terms of the yeah. Ooh. war is just it's not not like constant brutality, you know, like heads exploding, but just the the sheer grinding awfulness of world war two unleavened by much of any bright spots. And even the bright spots are kind of like, well, this is as bright as it gets around here is this. (laughs) Um, But I, I, you know, it's, but yes, I, it's, it was a, you know, dark and gritty, um, really interesting story about, and, and I like that it very steadfastly refused to talk about the big picture. Mm -hmm. It literally is about these five guys ish in a tank and okay, hold that road. Yeah, you know, cuz there's blah 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 happening that you'll never be a part of, but you've got to hold the road because of this giant picture cuz we're invading Europe right now and your part of it is to hold that road. See ya. And that's the movie. That's the story. Is wow. those guys, you know, yeah, in their tank that. having their adventure and it's not about And that's how they won the war. It's about yeah. that's how they held that road or didn't. And that's how they saved Christmas. Yeah. And it's yeah, yeah it's great. I love the technical yeah. details of it. I think it's, you know, I'm I'm always fascinated by Showing like and and tank warfare is something we don't usually see because it's very hard to make cinematic. Yeah, so people don't usually attempt it. Um, It's very hard to shoot. You know, it's five guys in a in a broom closet realistically, and and finding ways to shoot that is always very very difficult. And I thought they did a great job. And I and I said this in the forum, and I'll say it right now. I didn't know. um, He's I think he's he's such a persona non grata right now that. I managed to get all the way to the movie theater without even knowing that uh, a fine young actor named Shia LaBeouf is in that movie, also. Yeah. Um, and he kills it, and he's great. Yeah, he's so <laughs> great in a character that, like, it's like it's like not so, not. I won't go so far as to say it's like Doc Holliday and Tombstone, but it's on that on that zone of like, really, is this what you're doing, Shia? Yeah, Shia, are you gonna do the whole movie like this? Really, and like ninety seconds, two minutes in you get on board with it and it's awesome. Yeah. And and he's because he's playing a character that could have really been yeah. really really embarrassingly caricature and somehow he really pulls it together. He yeah, throws a lot a of subtlety job. into
0: it. It was a good time. Yeah.
1: Great job. And uh, the whole the whole ensemble is is really solid I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought yeah there was it's all about, you know, there's there's a character's journey in there and I just thought the journey in the end was kind of like just missing a little something. There was a little... And again, not that I wanted it all pat and like, and that was the lesson that we all <laughs> learned from World War II, um, which is the Private Ryan thing. Like, yeah. you know... Thank like, God we saved Christmas. Yes, you know, but it just, it felt like... the end, it. it was a little too much like, and then, then, then they... Yeah. stopped having their that's, tank fight
0: it's very much like and that's when the book ended
1: yeah sort of thing but it's i thought it was well worth seeing and and has one of the most uncomfortable breakfasts i've ever watched yeah uh, <laughs> there's, there's a breakfast scene that's one of the most yeah, suspenseful they're, they're, things
0: i've ever seen the things that people like about inglorious bastards i liked about fury but didn't like about inglorious
1: bastards there you go so that's if okay. that's a way of putting mm. it uh there's I, a lot of that waiting for some when's the terrible god awful yeah. thing going to happen
0: did you guys uh, see Birdman? I saw Birdman. I haven't no, seen it yet. It's on We were talking about, to, about it. Oh, oh, was it was fun.
3: Every, everybody on my feed who has seen it
0: yeah, is like, oh my god, play. this is amazing. It's I've it's been great.
1: wanting to, and it's playing up the street. It's definitely yeah, it's a lot on of my fun. list.
0: And that'll be a movie that once everyone on Uncomposed has seen it, we're going to talk about because the score mm. is such a weird choice. Do you guys know anything about what
2: the score is? No, no. but I know that Andy was involved with... Andy Rumschlag. No, no way. Yeah, he, well, I, well, I mean, can imagine it. But the score with, with, yeah, with like, a work the, from what I recall, the only
0: score is the entire time just like a roving bongo solo. That's the entire thing. Awesome. Think, uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's great. Great. I mean, knowing, knowing what I know pop, about pop, this pop, movie, pop, that's, that's movie, perfect.
0: Yeah, and it's, just, and it's just that sort of, sort of the whole time. And it's, and it's I cool. I understand
1: that the movie kind of, more or less, kind of is real time or meant to yeah. feel like real it's time meant, it's
0: rope sort of thing where it's like it's not for real That's great. one take but it's the entire movie takes place in one unedited I love result it. i don't think I, i'm but sure it is, there's much is,
3: is is the movie time supposed to be you know 2 hours
0: no actually there's it does a thing that i've never seen before where it's more like a play where yes obviously this is going to all happen in the next 2 hours because you're here and this is when we're doing the storytelling part but we're skipping a few days now and moving downward in the timeline so
1: visually it's contiguous but yeah. real time it's not in real time that's yeah, exactly. awesome and, it, and, they, and they play with it it's great it's just a well done little thing it's not the
0: best movie ever made or anything like that keep your hopes at like mm. that sounds weird but mm. it's a lot of fun and I had a great time with it <laughs> and
2: I love watching Michael Keaton I, I've gotten to the point oh, where it's I hope he's coming back I, hope, this is the, I hope he's coming yeah. back I miss Keaton I, uh, I saw him and the three year old and me pooped his pants because he was like that's Batman what's Aww. the three year old's name uh, Alex
1: also. where'd you get
0: that guy <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: gross
1: <laughs> Where do you do you feed him where yeah because he, he poops uh, so you clearly that's
0: clearly going <laughs> somewhere I know and when you say you keep him in you is that like a kangaroo sort of thing yeah
2: just, yeah yeah. Just, <laughs> did, did you
0: mean <laughs> near you or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah no no there's a there's a cafe that he frequents in oh, Santa Monica oh, okay. and I yeah,
1: the three I fre- year old are we still talking about the three year old the cafe is
0: also in me when the cafe poops no one wins.
1: By the way, <laughs> whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. Oh man. There's a build. So, so that's Birdman. So Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> Roving bongos. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so anyway, so to recap, Michael Keaton goes to a diner in Santa Monica. Yeah. Cafe and cafe, cafe yeah. and continue.
2: Uh, I I it's it's near a Hans Zimmer studio, and every time that I would have to be around that area. I would just need a coffee, uh, just to yeah. hope that just I'd get in a case. sighting. Yeah. And uh, walked in one day, and he's just sitting there, like reading the paper, watching golf, wearing wearing a wearing a hat, like and Michael Keatoning, like yeah. you do. And I just I, being I, a guy named Michael Keaton. I, I said nothing. I, I mean, I I pretty much don't like to bother, you know. Yeah, yeah. People like that. It's yeah, it's just lame. But, but, but I, you just uh, had that
0: little. Yeah, I was like, oh my god,
2: and the little three year old inside Batman. of you pooped. That's Batman, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's Batman. Batman. Yeah.
0: Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's Birdman.
3: Brian, I have you def- seen any movies see
0: lately at the theater? Have you gone to the, uh, I've, not cinema? Gone to the I've
3: not gone to the theater lately. Um uh I, speaking of tank movies, I rewatched Patton recently on Netflix. Oh, wow. I've still uh, never seen Patton. Which uh speaking of tank movies, are talking about a score? Even I know the score.
0: Uh
3: conspicuous lack of tank action in that movie. but I mean there's there's like a couple moments where they do like the Catch-22 thing where, like, Catch-22 is famous because there's this one scene where there's, like, literally, like, every... I think it's a B-25. Every B-25 in the world at that moment, they got in this one spot, and it's, like, the whole squadron taking off. And it's the 70s so, or 80s, uh, so it's, you know, not CGI. And there's at least one, maybe two moments in Patton that are like that. It was, like, that is really just, like... Two hundred fucking tanks yeah. driving
1: across that desert. None of which uh, are correct. I mean, you know, yeah. like the sticklers will. It's like the Spanish army or something like this, what it really is. But yeah. uh, the, the, the sticklers go, those aren't World War II tanks. Right, right. Totally, totally But bogus. it's still like somebody it's actually got the 200 you can do. Tanks, yeah, it's like uh, in that, yeah, in that scene. Um, you, you, you're magnificent bastard! I read your book. Yeah, I always love that. Which, scene. like,
3: that was the one moment that, other other than the flag at the beginning and him yeah. sla- slapping the soldier, those are the only really moments I remembered. Uh, and I was amazed at how early the Magnificent Bastard line came up. It's like yeah. 15 minutes in of like a three-hour movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like when it played where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I looked at, I what, looked at now the, what happens? Right, yeah. You. I looked at the time. It was like. What the hell is the rest of the movie then? <laughs>
0: it's like it's like no one's ever watched the rest
3: of Patton. Actually, and roll credit. It's weird. Like
0: after an hour and a half, it just like accidentally statics over to a, like a soap opera that I recorded in 1985. Yeah, And basically. it's just like it's just that. It's like the young and the restless for an hour. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like the 1988 Academy Awards. And then it's that my wedding recorded. And then it's the end of Patton. Yeah, there you go. Um, Never seen Patton. Yeah, no, is no, it fun. good? It's it is it is
1: good. I mean, it's very 70s. It's uh, 70s. It's or 60s even practically. It's it's early 70s. It's, it's Patton. um.
3: It's Patton. George Roy Hill
1: George C. Scott George C. Jersey, Scott Jersey Scott is the actor it's directed by uh, Franklin Schaffner who also directed uh, Planet of the Apes the original Planet of the Apes oh things. well
3: well alright yeah it's um, how about that there's, there's not much of a through line to it it's, it's a biopic in the strictest sense of but it's not your go to heller <laughs> wah, wah. come on what it's, but, so it's not your go to heller is what I said
0: uh, yeah, so, it's, oh it's, we're it's still, still on, fuck good. I forgot about Catch-22 I thought we were still yeah. talking about Catch-22 damn it that joke whatsoever. would have been amazing
3: yeah it's but for the sorry, comedy Teague T- T- is not on, on point. My bad. Uh, he's waiting for the pizza and
0: yeah, pooping yeah. his pants with. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Three-year-old Alex. three-year-olds are in cafes um, pooping their pants. Yeah.
3: But yeah, there's, there's not it's much a of a through line. It's like okay, <laughs> oh he fights Rommel, uh, and then he slaps the guy, and then he's kind he gets of a fired, and he's kind of a pariah because he slapped the guy. Uh and that's you know, the broad strokes go. of it in but in three hours. But George C. Scott is amazing. Uh he's when you put your hand in into the, the goo there was one show best friends face. <laughs> you don't know what to do, Marge. <laughs> yeah. Uh but um but yeah, that's good. What what uh what I had he completely not, it. and it, like refused to accept it, right? Because you didn't accept it. Because uh he George C. Scott felt that Patton was a terrible human being, and you could certainly make a case for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: a weird choice to to do that but yeah.
3: But yeah. Uh but yeah, did not accept the Oscar because he did not want to glorify the personality of Patton, which he felt people were doing even though that's not not what he was trying to do with his performance. Huh. Um but uh what I had what I had no recollection of from whenever I did watch Patton the first time was you there's whole scenes from like Rommel's perspective. Yeah. Uh and like Rommel's I think it's like his attaché or like one of his lieutenants or whatever and like this guy is the only guy that like has any kind of bead on who Patton is uh and he's constantly like trying to tell his superiors listen this is what we got to do to fight this Patton guy like this is what he's going to do he's actually fainting us and he's going to go this way and attack blah 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 and his superiors don't listen to him obviously but like I actually found that the more interesting probably just because I had no recollection of it and I was fresher uh but I found that to be the more interesting aspect of Rommel as this guy, and then this, you know, his assistant trying, you know, trying to figure it out, and bu- and both of them try, like, trying to figure each other out. Huh? Yeah, I, I, it's, I've one of these days I will see Patton. You just got to sit down and commit yourself to three hours. Yep. It was one of those things. Like i just just, really, I was just playing Kerbal Space Program. And I <laughs> yeah, just, just playing in the background. It was basically
0: yeah. I, I listened to the Patton podcast, is what happened. <laughs> yes. More than anything else, the
3: soundtrack. Uh, yeah.
0: Alex, have you been to the movie theater lately? Have you seen any movie pictures in the cinema? I've been a very busy person.
2: Yeah, not lately. No? No. It's
0: like the last movie I saw in the theater, Star Wars Episode 2. Yeah. I oh, <laughs> yeah. stopped going to the movies after stopped that. Going to the yeah. Movies. Then I quit.
2: I decided uh. the movies were done. It's over. Yeah. No, I, uh, I have nothing to add. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have not, right. I have not really watched any movies lately. Not uh, much of a movie game. Well, no, I am. I'm yeah, just working on the Yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Which is great. Sometimes uh, you just but, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't get out. Yeah. Um, yep. Haven't seen anything new for a while. Quite some time. I, mean. I uh I
0: was I will talk about it in Psycho in a second, but I didn't even know that there were sequels to Psycho and I watched Psycho 2 last night. You're that was you. That was me. <laughs> You're the guy. I <laughs> was the guy that did it. And I, I ended up spiraling in this whole wiki you know search thing of going. How back many and psychos forth. are there? Yeah, there's fucking four of them, sir. <laughs> there's fucking amazing. four of there's them, four? and then there's also like a yes. Yeah. How about there, that? Is, there is a psycho four made in nineteen ninety. Starring Anthony Perkins? Andrew Perkins? Whatever his name Anthony is Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. And then he died two years later of AIDS. Whatever. There's a psycho for you guys. At, whatever. We'll talk about was, was
3: that the time that it was personal? No, it was never personal. Oh. oh uh, the <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were and Norman Bates still looked faked. Were there subtitles for these psychos? We should we should not be talking yeah. about this now. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that Psycho there fours, Two, the second and in
0: inning fourth yeah. one does Psycho Three. Didn't, I remember they said kind of the fourth the fourth one had a subtitle. We'll talk just about to it just
1: to understand. Like, well, what the hell's happening in this one? You know, it's, yeah. oh, Psycho Three, the the <laughs> search for Spock, the day we make contact. You know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. The, the, this time he's blonde. You know, whatever they called it's it. But.
0: Psycho Four is called the beginning.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh. So yes, oh, the, that's, that's the opposite that's, of that's young. Yeah, young. Jeez. Well that's what no. the T V series is basically doing now. The T V series is is basically is covering the I don't care about the beginning usually <laughs> yes. on most John here's John Voight's ball sack <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> but apparently apparently Bates Motel is, is quite quite good yeah
0: I didn't know anything about that show only that it existed and the
1: kid Vera playing anything Norman with Vera Farmigan in it I'm, I'm, I need to check out although the, I have the, not checked out Bates Motel the
0: kid playing Norman Bates is the kid who was Charlie in the new Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and right. the little Holy Finding shit. Neverland
1: kid right he's like oh. in his early 20s now
2: oh my god
0: they don't stop growing no. fucking humans it's creepy time don't stop no man I haven't been watching anything lately. In fact, I've been I've been dropping off of things that I used Ooh, to watch. I've I've been
2: watching Mad Men if anyone cares about oh, that. Oh wow. I yeah. still have
1: not started down that road. No, Is
0: Mad Men over
2: yet? No. Last uh, season. Last season. It's doing the Breaking Bad thing yeah, where it's, yeah. it's it's they stopped
1: Split. making it like 4 years ago, but we haven't seen all the episodes yet. Yeah. yeah. Um but nah. Like man. watching back
0: through it
2: on like Netflix No, I mean Twitter? I've well I've never seen it before, but I'm currently in season 5.
1: There you
3: go.
0: Fantastic. How many it's more very, how many, how
2: many I'm,
1: seasons I'm, are there? I'm I'm waiting to I haven't started.
0: Yeah. I
3: tried, I watched maybe the first like episode and a half or something, and it didn't click for me. Maybe I just didn't it took, give it enough time.
2: Yeah, it, it it's a really subtle show. The thing that I like about it, and to its detriment though, it, it does take a little while to get moving because of this, but it's kind of, it doesn't hit you over the head with anything. Yeah. It like lets you come to your own conclusions, and it lets you follow the... Like the actors are good and they imply things and whatnot, and so you follow what they're you follow the acting. They're yeah, not just little, hamfisted. Little there's stuff. there's a complete lack of hamfisting in the show, and I love it. Mm. And uh, the music follows the same thing. Music's fantastic. It's really, really just like barely there. And it's uh it's actually been a big lesson for me watching the show because it's it's just really, really, really well written score. Hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I, I've been I've been. Digging the hell out of that. Walking for Dead sure. just came back,
1: didn't it? It did. It just yeah. started. It's two two episodes it's in. It's Been doing yeah. great. Season, I think. season yeah, not yeah. oh, thirty one. Bigger, bigger than ever. Yeah. yeah. Season thirty one. S- season five, technically. Yes. Oh. Um, two episodes in. They're they're kicking they ass. Up, uh, wrapped named. up less, they less they wrapped season, up last last season. Wrapped up fast. Yeah, uh, Give them credit for that one. They did not uh, draw that one out. Yeah. And uh, and now they're sort of into yeah let let the whole back half of the. Back up last season, which was one of their strongest, I think. I really loved yeah. a lot of the oh, stuff yeah. they did the last back half after they yep. got out of the prison. Yeah. Um, God, the where the prison just,
2: was just the second farm. Yeah. Where they just. They sep- were actually making it a farm. They're the the back half where sh-
1: everyone was separated and they got to do these like two and three person character dramas were yeah. just amazing. Some amazing scene episodes came yep. out of that. And now they've brought everyone back together, cleaned up gotten rid of a couple folks Um, and now they've started this I'm I'm curious how they're going to what they're going to do with this how they've ended this second episode which sort of has set the direction for what's going to happen at least for the next bit of time and where they've kind of like as soon as they've gotten everyone together they've kind of kind of ham fistedly speaking of which found a reason to separate everyone again that was kind of like, really? What the hell? Um, well, you know, you just gotta, you can't have like 18 actors all sitting in a room all the time. You gotta, you know, they've got a big cast. It's sewing so, circle. So yeah. uh, so they have to keep separating them. And so this this one was kind of like, and now they're separated again, which is a little a little abrupt, but okay. Is the show following I'll a storyline that's it.
0: set up from the books? Like, is it doing a thing, it's, like, it's is there a way
1: of knowing how far more into the or less, overarching yeah, story it, you are? There is, a, there is. With deviations, yes. Yeah, it's not, it's not stuck with it. It's not sticking to it you know, characters have died who it takes a little lived and then comes a, back. Apparently. It's it's I, hitting the major beats apparently. But can, I, can, I, can it, you I, can I can tell like
0: how far into the real story? You oh, yeah, are there are people never, who definitely keep track
1: of that. Yes. If you're like coming up on the end of it, yeah. And the, and the the show. Well, one of the you know one of the guys who writes the comic is one of the showrunners. So um,
3: and that and that guy has said like when when he started writing Walking Dead as the comic, he his express purpose when he started writing it. Was to not tell a self-contained story, to just tell an ongoing. All oh, right. Soap opera. He doesn't use the term soap opera, but in a sense but of that's an totally open-ended, what means. it's totally what it is. Yeah. Open-ended story that just doesn't really have a conclusion. Uh, you know, yeah. they'll just keep going. Yeah. Um So yes. So the TV show is still behind the comics, and yes, you if you've read the comics, you know kind of what the next big thing is. The red um, Bunny. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Uh, Spoiler. So. So yeah, so they're and they're they're already setting up that next thing. That thing has already been set up in the show. Huh. So presumably they will follow through. I've on
2: never it. read the book, so I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Now I'm excited. Yeah, I read I read the first
1: after I got a, became a fan of the show. I I tried reading the comic books, so I was just, like I read yeah, the first I, one. and I was like I'm not a, I'm not a comic person. And it's Same. just like I, I like the show better. So okay, you know, I'll just yep. going. Huh. I'll stay with that.
0: I still haven't ever gotten into it. I recall watching the first few episodes when it first aired and I just sort of tapered off on the
2: first season is still the best though. And the first episode is still the best episode. I I actually
3: just in Hmm. prep before season four started before this or season five before this most recent season started, I went back and rewatched the whole series and it's, I think it's actually a lot stronger than I was giving
1: it credit for. Well, it's, it's like so many shows. It's like when you can kind of just binge through it. Yeah. It's you yeah. sort of you can see so much of the detail. Like uh-huh. that's how I came to Breaking Bad. I, yeah. I didn't yep. start watching Breaking Bad until it was like, until like yeah. you know, three episodes before it was over. So I could yep. understand what everyone hell was talking about. So, you know, and then you can just you just get like, oh, my God, all the you yeah. know all the levels of detail and how they fit together in a way that you don't if you, you know. Have a week in between every episode, so yep. um. it's gotten to the point where I have I struggle <laughs> to imagine
0: how people ever were okay with TV before this. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like well, people watched like- ER. Once a week for like fifteen years, yeah, and but, they had to sit down at a
3: specific time.
0: I
1: would not remember anything that happened last week. But the story, th- story, this ongoing story arcs are still a relatively new animal. They're, it's you know they're yeah. not that I guess common. That's true. Even ER didn't do a lot of them. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know
1: you might have like you know oh that character remember him from last season? If you don't, it's okay. We'll explain who he was. Anyway. Right, right, right. Um, but in terms of like yeah these ongoing serial stories, those were special. You Events, know, movies of the week, or you know, special mini—they se- were called mini-series—and they would often stream, they often run those on successive nights for that exact reason. It's like, oh, I'm going to watch, you know, rich man, poor man, episode two tonight, you know, and then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, because otherwise, yeah, who, who's who's going to keep track?
0: Yeah, this is weird. Just, I mean, I can't. Maybe it's just my own memory that I'm thinking of, but it's like I would not be able to watch this <laughs> like i would forget everything yeah. and that's why I, I i find myself like i can watch like the daily show or something where it's like it's a it's a daily recapy sort of show where it's going to give you the context for what it's about to do that's fine that's a traditional tv show that i can watch and that's fine but like on its on its original release schedule but i can't like i watched agents of shield for like five or six episodes and i was like i dip dip dip, dip. i just, yeah I'm, I'm done who's that guy i, I, I forget know? to watch it a week <laughs> after that and then two weeks later it's like I am not interested enough to watch it right now. So and I just like end up forgetting it. And it, it, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I, I know I watched the first five episodes of like thirty different shows.
3: I don't remember which ones they were. Yeah. Agent. Speaking of Agents of Shield, that that is a show that has really found its groove. Really? Yeah. It's good now. It's oh. very good. Uh, watch, are The they first on season two yet? Yeah, they're they're doing season two now. Yep. And the first season is just like the most generic plotting yeah. crap. It's like it's not
1: bad, but it's I heard like, something called Scooby Doo on an airplane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it Sounds kind of right. is. Like the two episodes I watched were kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: And I was real, I was really ready to to quit and not go back to it. Um, last season, towards the end of season one, I was like, I have stuck with this way too long, way longer than I should have. <laughs> uh, and then, literally, and other people have said this as well, but uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier came out. The events of that movie precipitated the new direction in the tv show as was clearly like planned from a you know they were just spinning their wheels so they could get that and it really was like oh the tv show was just waiting for that to happen so they could actually start the show yeah
1: oh okay that makes sense and and ever since the show has been really solid such a downside this whole i mean again we just had this apparently some humans were excited when marvel (laughs) this week announced what movies are going to be well into the next century. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not find that. DC announced. did that, what, yeah. last week? Yeah, I did not find that <laughs> exciting. I found that depressing as yeah. well. Fuck. Yeah, me too. But um, but you don't want to know what you're going to be doing on a Sunday in 2022? Yeah, really. God. Uh, the best one I saw was uh, Box Office Mojo. I think it was. I hope tongue in cheek said, uh, so Marvel has come out with their with their slate. You know, through whatever, like what is it, 2019 or what to 2021? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And they said, and here are our box office predictions. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. All is fuck all, y'all. I'm not doing this. Um, it's back. I, I think they might have. Oh, Box Office Mojo has always been. No, you?
0: but th- there was a thing like a week or two just ago. It got bought,
1: right? Or it's where, like, been
0: bought a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago there was stories in like the Variety and shit where it's like Box Office Mojo is gone and I'm like huh oh, I'm, and I type it in I that. and you type in Box Office Mojo enter and it just takes you to IMDb oh, I was like huh tricky and like, I guess what ended up happening was that IMDb just took him over and now it's an IMDb, IMDb thing owned them for years I, I don't know what it was it was right. just like it was like a story in the
1: Variety it like, a non-story no way. Legend. someone, someone threw the wrong switch at ago. GoDaddy for two minutes and Variety made a story out of it um, <laughs> I Got to make money somehow. Yep, they do. So so speaking of which, so so yeah, that was like, oh God, I just, you know. I'm so over the superhero I thing. I don't, man. I don't care. I don't know. The, oh, this one's going to have Ultron and he's going to have his dick out. I don't care this Ultron thing, I wish they would just, are they going to make a movie with fucking Ultron in it so Ultron will stop being in movies because if I have to <laughs> see that red-faced guy turn to me over his shoulder and go, I'm important, but not yet. One more time, <laughs> I'm going to stop seeing these movies. I you're, didn't even you're, realize you're, it was the you're, same guy. You're, no, you're talking about Thanos is who you're talking okay, about. Okay, then wow. Ultron is another one of these fucking things that like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. well, wait until they get to the Ultron movie. Well, they, they all I'll sound like American Gladiators me get to there. me. But anyway, so so the idea of, of you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., I feel bad that they're like, yes, we have to get the shield show on the air, but you guys, creatively, who have to make this show, can't do anything interesting until the movie comes out. Yeah. yeah. Until then, so find out eight episodes to do until something good can happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's you know, which it's, and, and to, to that's their a rough, credit, that's a rough gig.
3: To their credit, they do set things up that, like, I've I've been thinking about it in retrospect of like, okay, well, that is clearly like a cut act one. On a season level, like cut the first three quarters of season one, yeah. and you're fine, or you, you start the show three months later. Yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> um, something. And I've been retrospectively like, okay, well, what could you throw out? And they do a serviceable job, as you know, as good of a job as I'm sure they could, of like setting things up, even though they seem like monsters of the week kind of a thing at the times. Like, okay, well, that guy is still around. He sort of plays he plays a part in the larger story and you know it's, it sounds like it's you're describing still, a hoarder it's i the show is a hoarder i don't know I, it introduces hmm. a thing and just it, i almost feel like an apologist and i'm not a you know a marvel apologist by nature but um i i do like like trey says i feel bad for them because they were clearly handed handed this deal yeah. and it's like it's gonna be christmas just in four months yeah. and you just gotta sit there for four months yeah or whatever i'll give it, it a was. second shot i'll start season two and see what happens i think you could probably just start at season two and be fine are you guys,
0: has anyone seen the new Constantine? Someone in the chat? I, I'm no. curious about it. Are
2: I, we just going to talk about shows that Bear McCreary scores? That's all we do. <laughs> that's actually, when, we're, when you're not here, that's yeah. all we ever do.
1: I mean, it's interesting the Constantine, because so, so many people are like, yeah, he's British this time. Yeah, because that was the real problem with the movie. Um, no, it really wasn't. Um, it's a little too fanish. You know, I get that whole idea. He's not blonde and British, therefore the movie Constantine sucks. It's and like, bye. I, okay. Yeah. But that's a little superficial. But. Um, I, you know, okay. This time he's blonde and British, and he smokes. So, are you happy now? Uh, apparently, people are liking the show. I think. It, I think it's cool that Constantine is getting a, a, a shot at being a TV series. Yeah. I don't have. We don't have cable, or is it on? Is it on Fox? It's on that? NBC. No, it's not. I think it's on NBC. Is it on NBC? Yeah, it should be on
0: Hulu whenever it comes out. I don't know if it's out yet.
1: Okay, it's on NBC. I'll find out. Um, I always assume these things are on cable, um, but okay, you may be right. Actually, NBC. In which case, I should probably watch it because I actually do have broadcast. Uh, gosh. I could be watching it. I haven't watched it, but it's not because I'm going, well, if it's not Keanu Reeves, it sucks because only a douchebag would say something like that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, on NBC. Okay. Hey, and the episodes are well, on. I'm going to watch it then. Well, I'm on record as saying I think the movie Constantine is fantastic, and that doesn't mean that the comic book doesn't exist anymore and that they can make a TV series that's different. I'm fine with that. I just haven't watched it yet myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> so you're doing it, but not watching yeah. it. That's, but that's, so, you know what some of the things are. But that that's how happen.
3: the Teague do. Yep, that's how it works here in Hollywood. You don't want it to be, but it do Did you guys
2: see uh, Gone Girl? No. I, yes. I
1: almost did. I, Actually, almost,
2: that's the movie that I saw recently. I oh, almost yeah. got out
1: to the theater like three times and still haven't managed to I see I love Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. I had a great time with Gone Girl.
2: Yep. It. Yeah. Killing mm-hmm. all the way. Fantastic. It's a, yep.
1: It's great. And, well, do you uh, want to
0: see it? Well, it's on my list. That's going to be one of those it's going to be a sad night on Netflix kind of movies. Get a bottle of like 7-Eleven champagne and it's be like, all right, girl. Fincher, <laughs> uh, let's do something fucking bleak, brother. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs>
1: okay. Fincher, I know you got bleak in you. I know you, I've, you've never pulled out all the stops. Can the, you go? I want all the bleak. The, it's, a, it's, a new tra- <laughs> it's a new genre. It's the bleak of the week. The, the, the <laughs>
3: All the bleak. The police are going to find you like, you know, three days later Yeah, going to what happened. VH1's Fincher.
1: best bleak ever.
3: Fincher Marathon.
1: Oh, oh, oh Fincher oh. Marathon. Oh, we get that all the time. Oh, that poor uh. soul. Fincher Marathon and a bottle of wine, it's over. Uh. No, no soul can survive let's that. watch Zodiac, you guys. <laughs> hey, girl with the dragon tattoos on. Oh, that's awesome. I almost, I almost started watching Zodiac because it's on Netflix. I almost yep. started watching Zodiac the other day. I'm like, why would I do that? That movie. <laughs> why would I watch when that? When I was
2: sick, last year, like sick with like death flu, I don't know, whatever oh. whatever the flu that was going around That'll was, finish off. I, uh, I decided, let's just make things a little bit worse. So I watched Zodiac. I love and, Zodiac. Uh, I think it's a good movie. Good, really good movie. It's a big, but holy long shit! Movie yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let's just end already. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I I like you, Robert Downey Jr. And you know, oh, like, it, this Jake is great. Gyllenhaal. That, that, that Jake, that, Jake that Gyllenhaal to so, it. and it's like it's just in the movie already. Please, yeah, It's so long unnecessarily.
1: Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. I do have Robert. I just what movie I saw. I just happened to recently because it's on video now. Um, I believe. Um, is a uh, chef the little John Favreau movie that yeah. came out? And just I uh, just saw that the other day, and and you no, know, yeah, it's so it's a little it's a little indie movie, you know. Yeah, you make Iron Man, you get to make whatever movie you want. He wanted to make that fine. It's you know it's not groundbreaking. Yeah, it's it's very you know kind of after school special. But if you like food, it's very food porn, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the thing is like and and because he's John he's John Favreau, he can get. Robert Downey Jr. to show up and be in one scene. Yeah. So, so and Robert Downey Jr., just, I just... The weirdest I little character. could not stop laughing at that character. He no. was... How he just dominated that scene. He plays this twisted, rich guy. It's He's basically doing like Tony Stark, if Tony Stark didn't build Iron Man suits and did whatever the hell that character's supposed to do. But he's just clearly just a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> who just has this one scene with Favreau where they just a lot of scenes in the movie are clearly there's John Leguizamo's in it and other characters clearly a lot of improv is going on where it's just these actors are just having fun bouncing stuff around and it's very charming and very fun and the scene with him and, and, and Downey Jr. just I just kept laughing something about Robert Downey Jr. even though he was basically doing the same stick he does every time But it was just, it was cracking me up. the shoes. Cracking me up. He's got the shoe fetish. Everyone has to wear the protective booties before they come in his office. It's just, it's just, okay, I'm going to be a guy with eight quirks and we're going to do a scene that's four minutes long. Let's go. It happens. I saw Chef at the, uh, the only ever theater I ever go to anymore is the
0: Arclight over in Sherman Oaks. And it's on like the third or fourth floor. Up, I think it's on the third floor above ground level, but on underneath ground level is a parking lot, so it's like four floors of bouncy building up, and that's when that last earthquake happened. We yeah. were in that theater when there was oh, like oh, an nice. earthquake, and we were watching Chef, and all of a sudden, like, I, I always get kind of freaked out about that theater anyway, because it does bounce a little bit, like, de- depending on what is going on below you, like, if you're in the bar at the Arclight, if someone drives through the parking lot too fast, like the whole floor kind of goes, it's like, okay, Jesus Christ, this is going to fall over now. And then you go upstairs and you're watching a movie at the top of like an arena seating four floors up. And it starts doing that bouncy thing every now and then. And I've gotten used to it where I'm like, okay, it's not an earthquake. You've never been at the Arclight in an earthquake. It's just going to bounce for a second. and stop. It's, it always stops. And this one time it starts doing that. And instead of it, it, wasn't one of those earthquakes that start like jiggling and it rumbles for 20 seconds. It was one of the like starts like boom. And it's like, fuck. Sort of And then it, it shakes the For a while after one, that yeah. yeah 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 Where it's just like Someone punched the earth And then it started Shaking <laughs> after that So I'm just sitting up there Watching Robert Danny Jr. Be all adorable And all of a sudden My fucking seat starts bouncing <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this is how I die. I die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is how I always wanted it to end. <laughs> not like this. At least I'm with RDJ. <laughs> not like this.
2: Yeah.
1: Not like this. Anyway, so, Chef, we're the rental. I'll uh, just throw that out there. Just, you know, John Leguizamo is charming. He is. John Leguizamo is just the right level of not too much John Leguizamo. No. <laughs> he's not at 11. He's at 9, which is the good, the good proper. Le- he's not at full, full uh, uh, Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, he's not at max Leguizamo. He's not over legwizamoing. He's not 110% on the Leguizamo. Um, he's not Moulin Rouge Leguizamo, is, is my point. He's not, oh, he's yeah. not Moulin Rouge or, over, uh, over or like,
2: Wasn't he in Spawn?
1: Yeah. I right? don't even remember I think that. So.
2: Man, talk about a movie that, that <laughs> if there was a reboot that I would support, Spawn. Yeah. Spawn's badass. I've never seen Spawn. This is like, I haven't it, seen it since it came out. It totally doesn't take it take itself seriously, and it's like it knows that it's a ridiculous premise, and it's just badass.
0: Is Spawn the one with Wesley Snipes? No, that's, no, a that's different Blade.
1: It. It's Blade. You're confusing Blade. your oh. black actors there. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there's more than one, Teague. I just didn't They're yeah, not I've all, all Lars Fishburne. I've never
0: seen um, Blade, either. Yeah. Eh.
1: Blades are... Blades, Basically, superhero movies gun. that I made like before 2002, I haven't Blade seen. Blade 2 and 3. Blade 2 and 3 are, my, are the one I have. Spawn is badass. One of mine is in one of the Blade sequels. Really fat guy. The original Blade is like, eh, okay, it gets the ball rolling. The, the sequels actually, I think, are, are stronger. Um, huh. I even like the crazy one with Patton Oswald and, you know, where Wesley Snipes what? wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. talk to anyone. I was like, is that three? Blade three? I, I think it is. I've, just, I, I've, I've never, seen never seen any seen of them. Any of them. Yeah. No, I, know, yeah. I know that Patton tells a story about how weird it was with Wesley Snipes on set. <gasps> and I think that was Blade <gasps> three. Yeah. Patton and Blade? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how he's see in three. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. my God. Someone right. where Wesley Snipes is in it, but not really in it, and and so it leans on like Ryan Ryan uh, Ryan Johnson, whatever the actor's name is, uh, you know that guy who's in all Green Lantern. Uh, Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. um, who I like in that, and he's great with when he's when he's he's cursing out um, uh, the girl who plays the vampire. Uh, you know, is uh, from uh, the the yeah, I'm just, boy. I'm having like eight levels of senior moment of. Uh, <laughs> You know the girl from the who was, <laughs> She was in the thing that was the thing. She's in the Christopher Guest movie She's in Mighty Wind She's the younger actress She's in all the indie movies Parker Posey Parker Posey plays the vampire queen In oh Blade God, 3 and I it's, need to see this It's hilarious She's hilarious Parker Posey okay, with these, these We're not doing Psycho these anymore These giant <laughs> vampire fangs She can't even talk around And there's a scene where she's torturing lot, uh, uh, She's torturing Ryan Reynolds And Ryan Reynolds is just insulting her back and it's hilarious. It is freaking hilarious in which he, I believe, coins the phrase, if not, you know, how, you know, uh, you know, basically, Patton Oswald has basically popularized the term douche nozzle. Yes. Yeah, sure. And now it's a term that everyone uses, like it's a term. Uh-huh. Um, a term that Ryan Reynolds, I'd never heard it before. I've started to hear it since it needs to catch on. He's, he's, Cursing her out because she she's gonna kill him, so he's got nothing to lose. And he says he calls you he calls her a blank blank thunder cunt. Oh yeah! And I thought thunder cunt is the wow, greatest that's, term that's, ever. That's a, hell you, of a I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, somewhere. You obsequious purple yeah. clairvoyant thunder cunt or whatever he yeah. says, but thunder cunt is the is the key phrase. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's there's some. And, uh, and it's the, got a good like of finality yet to get another actress who is. I can't think of her name. She's she's the, not the Scarlett Johansson. She's the one that's the other one. That, Sean Connery. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, she's in it. You know, <laughs> was close. Yeah. She, again, another one of those. Yeah. I heard the act, Sean Connery nudes that
2: were leaked. Those I, were good. Yeah. There's there's just
1: fun, wacky stuff in Blade 3. But it's mostly, you know, the stuff that happens around Blade and nothing to do with Blade himself. But I, I actually enjoyed that. And that's the one. Blade 2 was Guillermo. Blade yeah. 3, I think, was mm-hmm. the one that Goyer directed himself. He wrote and directed, I believe. Oh. Huh. But uh, Goyer, really. I, I, think, I, I think I like Blade 3. I've enjoyed Blade 3. It's an insane movie. Totally insane. Can but, we watch uh, that? Let's watch mm-hmm. that one instead right of Psycho. Yeah. Um, speaking of insane movies. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> no, I, not intentionally. I, something I saw uh, just the other night. Um, I'll i Eddie should be here, or you know, I'll put this on his radar. I've seen two documentaries recently that I would uh, certainly recommend. Um, one I saw last night at the last night of its festival screening is uh, a Fuller—a Fuller Life. It's called. It's uh, it's the documentary about Sam Fuller, the director, made by his daughter um, using footage. Sam Fuller was the director that you, the the most famous movie that you probably might be aware of because Mark Hamill was in it is the Big Red One. He made the big red one, which, if you see it listed in IMDb or whatever, it's not the big red one. It's the big red one. Right. It's about the first infantry That's oh, symbol that first camera they made. It was fucking huge. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. The symbol, the symbol for the first infantry is a big red one, and it's called the big red one. It's directed by Sam Fuller, who is like you would call him a B movie director. Uh, we call him an auteur nowadays. Um, he directed low-budget indie movies in the 40s and 50s and wrote a bunch of movies. He wrote westerns and thrillers and all that kind of stuff. And and as the movie, as this documentary points out, he had the chance, like, you know, he could have been the Ryan Johnson. He could have been the guy like, oh, you're pretty good at these B-movies. How'd you like to do a big-budget Hollywood movie? He said, fuck that. Don't want to, because then I'll just have to compromise and and I'll make money and I'll have to, you know, make your kind of stupid stories and I want to make my own movies. So he always had, he always kind of was indie in his sensibility in the, this is in the 50s and <coughs> the 60s. He was a guy who refused to not, you know, he wanted to keep making uh-huh. low budget movies so he could keep making the ones he wanted. Before that, he had been in World War II and a war correspondent in World War II, shot hundreds of hours of 60 millimeter footage that are still in his, sitting in, in trunks in his room. And before that, he was a crime correspondent in <laughs> Chicago. Um, and he was born like 1920, this guy, um, 1912. So, anyway. War correspondent, Jesus. I, I really think. feel like Brian De Palma should make a movie about him. Well, the, every, everyone, he's one of those guys that if you ask any, anyone like Scorsese, he's like, Sam Fuller, are you know, you're kidding me? I, my whole life I'm ripping off Sam Fuller. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys um, who made all these influential movies but weren't huge, huge hit movies. Right. Anyway, he, 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 he got married finally at the age, and had a, had a daughter at the age of 60, like three. Sheesh. Managed to live to his 80s, so she was in her 20s by the time he finally died. And then- now, 15, 20 years since then, she's just taken this massive stack of her dad's entire life memorabilia, the movies he shot and the scripts he wrote. And his, he wrote an autobiography um, Has this lifetime of memorabilia and made a documentary about it. this is my dad. This is my dad's life um, and got all the actors that she could get and writers and famous people to basically the the movie itself is. Scenes and clips from his movies and stills and the footage of him in World War II that no one's ever seen before ever um, being narrated by various actors reading from his autobiography about those things. Oh, wow. And so the actors are people like Mark Hamill, who is in The Big Red One. Sure. Um, Robert Carradine, who is in The uh, um, Big Red One. Um, and also, incidentally, The Cowboys and Revenge of the Nerds and other things. Yeah. Um, uh, Jennifer Beals, who was in a cheapy movie that he made in the in the seventies, um, um, Tim Roth, uh, Buck Henry reads a thing. Um, you know, it's all these. Uh, uh, Bill Duke reads the thing, and it's like you know, Bill Duke will read the section about being a crime reporter in Chicago in the thirties, and you know, and they'll have pictures and information. So it's a really fun format. A Fuller Life is a good title. A I, at first, life, I was yeah. like, "Fuck that pun," but that's and it's, it's the end result is get. God, I wish I could have met that guy. Yeah, holy no shit. shit, I would have lunch, would have dinner with that guy in a heartbeat. Um, and it made me want to. It made me want to. Because the Big Red One I like, but the Big Red One was one of those cut down by the studio because it's supposed to have been, it was meant to be four hours long. Yeah, yeah. And it's largely autobiographical. It's these insane things that happen to this squad of people, you know, some of whom are Mark Hamill and Robert Carradine in World War II and a lot of people dismiss it because like, it's so ridiculous. He goes, this is my autobiography. This happened. Jesus. This is the shit that happened. Exactly. You know, slightly fictionalized in many, in some ways, but you know, but this happened. So his version of the movie, the big red one that he wanted was like three hours to four hours long. Didn't get released that way. So it was kind of choppy, kind of like, you know, um, years later there was a director's cut, which I've never seen. It was released on DVD. I've just ordered it. I can't wait to see it. Um, so that got me back into my Sam Fuller period. Anyway, Fuller Life, it's at festivals right now, probably be available at some point or other. Um, worth checking out. Just it's a well made documentary, nothing groundbreaking about the documentary, but the it's topic a hell of a the topic guy. is insane. The yeah. topic is awesome. And you'll be fascinated by like, this is a this is a guy who lived on our planet. Um, the other movie, which you can rent right now from iTunes, if you can, um, I've been hearing about for years is one I mentioned earlier is Los Angeles Plays Itself. Yeah, yeah. Three-hour documentary all about the use of Los Angeles in the background of movies shot in Los Angeles, whether or not it's usually as Los Angeles, as, you know, yeah, yeah. in Los Angeles, the city of the angels. Um, and it's just kind of a, – it's a very dry presentation, but it's just for me it's Fascinating it topic. Like, it sounds like a like a course you would take. At it UCLA is. Or it something. very much is. If it, it reads like that, it's very, it's very, very it was um, academic. Like, yeah, auditing like, like two or three days worth oh. of lectures. It's not just this, this, this. It's like notice how this particular house by this particular architect, which is postmodern architecture, is always where the bad guy lives. And what does that mean? Why do we always? Why does Hollywood always choose this cool Who retro? that architect? Architecture design. Somehow is like bad guy lair is, you know, this, this house on a hill that you always see in every movie. It's always where the bad guy hangs out. Um, So, and, you know, on the Bradbury, how many times have you seen the Bradbury building? Well, this many times, as it turns out, boom, 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 boom. Here's everything the Bradbury building's ever been in from a 30s movie to, you know, Blade Runner and beyond. And uh, anyway, so Los Angeles plays itself just three hours of just constant location porn for for me for me that's my thing. That and one, so, no, I that's wanna, so my I, jam.
0: I will be checking that one out because that sounds interesting to me also. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, man, I believe our pizza is going to be here any second now.
1: Whoa, All pizza! Right. Yes. talking yes. about a
0: grab bag. Exactly. So I'm going to wrap it up. I think we're I think we're going to kill it because the alternative is that it's, you're going to do uh, us eat pizza. Yeah, then I run off and it's like tea has gone and then there's pizza <laughs> and it
3: never ends and we just chew.
1: Yeah. So remember
3: when we chewed on Mike? Oh, oh yeah, we
1: could revisit way back those days. In the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Mike was pissed. This is bad. <laughs> chewed on Mike. I get it. This yeah. has
0: been the intermission. You can always find more episodes at friendsinyourhead.com dot com. Go to the forum. Involve yourself in the conversation. It's a great big group of people. It's great every single week. and
2: <laughs> well. I'm sure it'll be great. You just Fred Armisen. Yeah, that was what was that? Sorry. Just wow. Yeah.
0: No, enemies become friends and friends become enemies. <laughs> anyway, so uh, go to the forum, it's great. There's good people there. Twitter.com slash friends in Facebook friends in your head. Email us at head at gmail.com. We have a big old cafe press store. Buy our shirts. You can give us money. There's a PayPal button. We're not saying we're not asking, we're just saying. Holden Hill, design and maintain the website. Oh, yeah. michaelscottfund.com. Holden Hill Design and Maintain the Website. And until next time, my name is T Christy.
3: Brian Pennifer. Trey Stokes. This has
0: been the Intermission Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night.
1: I'm fucking hungry now. I'm really yeah, excited about this pizza. No, all the time I was thinking, we're just killing time until pizza gets here.
2: Friendsinyourhead.com.